when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Disney. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bales. <laughs> Senseless members, old and new, welcome back for the Bold Nonsense Podcast. The red light is on. It means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us on 4-23-2021. That is April 23rd of the year 2021. It's freaking draft week it's the nfl draft week and we'll talk about that a little later but i am super hyped for it well i guess technically not draft week is it is the 29th right it's the 29th but like yeah it basically is we'll be talking about the draft next episode Yeah. yeah yeah we'll be reacting next episode so yeah basically it is uh it's episode 153 i'm walsh disney happiest host on earth you took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. Thanks for joining us once again. Coming back into the fold as we start to fold again. And we always fold with the man across the ether. I'm at Still Smooth, Mr. PTO. I have a sexy voice. Champagne. Mountain range. Hugs. Uh, thank you at Walsh Disney for passing the mic my way to do the thing I do every week that I'm here, and that is bring you a fun sports trivia fact for what happened on this day. And on this day, April 23rd, all the way back in 1989, UCLA quarterback Troy Aikman Aikman is the first pick by the Dallas Cowboys. Troy Aikman, historic quarterback, great Dallas Cowboys quarterback at Walsh Disney. I ask you this: Can you name the top? Can you name your personal top three Dallas quarterbacks in order? Go three, two, one in favorite quarterbacks. Dallas quarterbacks. Dallas quarterbacks. Um, Andy Dalton. I don't think he's gonna crack it. He's <laughs> not gonna crack it. I'll, I'll go Aikman, Staubach. Dak. No, Aikman, Romo, Staubach. Okay. Dak doesn't quite make it. God love, God love for Romo. I think. Yeah. I think Romo is probably my favorite, dude. I know that's probably Gates' favorite too. 
very well could be very well could be I'd be surprised if it's not yeah uh, Aikman Romo I have a feeling both of them are probably going to be remembered they're going to be like Madden where he's yeah. almost remembered for the stuff for the the personality he he was in um, as much as he is the football guy yep you think it'll be 50-50 and then even like start to lean personality over for both of those guys. That's how it works. Yeah. He's, they're building their brands. You know, it's bigger than football. You know, yeah. they, they do more than just football. Yeah, totally. That's the star. It's how it works. <laughs> and how his show works is we go to random thoughts after on this day. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just. Yeah. I just had an idea. Isn't that beer? I always like to start with, like, uh, what are we watching? What are we into? Mm. What are we consuming in these days? I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm not watching any TV shows, but as I mentioned before the episode, uh, before we went live with the red light that is now beaming over us, um, my brother at Real Nate Kramer just moved in to the Good house. Show. Big friend of the show, big NBA guy. Mm. What am I watching? I'm watching a lot of Lakers basketball games. It's a, it's all right. <laughs> It's all right, but what what do you expect? Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's pulled <laughs> he's pulled you back in. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a it's a throwback to the cabin. Yeah, <laughs> gone back to the cabin days. Um, I'll tell you this: hopped on, found a way to to wiggle my way into some HBO Max. Uh, nice. Very nice, very nice. So I've gotten to to throw down some, uh, and I'm working my way up to. Kong versus Godzilla. I haven't watched. Are you it watching yet. all of them? I watched. Yeah, I watched Skull Island. I watched the first Godzilla, and I watched just not that long ago King of Monsters. And I will tell you this: I'm in. I love Godzilla. Really? I always have. So I, I always have. So me and um, a very good friend of the show, the captain. We yeah. grew up, we had VHS, we had a, a box set VHS of, of the old Godzilla movies. And, okay. we, and we would watch those all the time. So we kind of, we kind of, I don't know, for whatever, it's like it was way, be, way earlier than our age. Like we shouldn't, I don't know why we were watching these, but we did all the time. Loved uh, it. And, and yes, I think we've just been Godzilla guys ever since then. And were you a big Kung Fu guy too? I'm not a huge Kong guy. Okay, okay. That's what you said, right? I I said Kung Fu. Okay, that's what I said. When I, when I answered it, I was like, did he say Kung Fu? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, anyway, you do, uh, you I guess do we'll, give, you... we'll stick with Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't a huge Kung Fu guy. We didn't watch much of that. But... But but Godzilla, for whatever reason, just fell into our laps, and we fell in love with Godzilla. So that's what I've been watching. That's cool, though. Like, yeah. working it up. I've heard mixed reviews of 
Congress is Godzilla. I've never seen either, but I heard some people really like it. I heard some people don't like it. I think if you just take it for me, if I were to go see it, I think if I were to keep an, my mind open and realize maybe the story's not that great and it's just a monster movie, uh-huh. with and I'm just supposed to appreciate the like, effects and stuff and then fighting, <clears throat> I'm in for it. I'm not looking for like an Oscar-winning freaking exactly. you know, story though you're looking you're looking for the action you're looking for I the, want the sweet fight. moments that yes. they give Godzilla like that's what you're waiting for probably damn lord 2 getting swept up out of some tree or you know yeah. you got to you got to toss those in there yeah absolutely okay uh, let's move on I found this this week it is uh we're going to get rid you got to get rid of we'll go over half so we gotta get rid of four of them. It's gonna be tough. We've got nine candy bars on here. Mm, You've okay. gotta get rid of four of them. Okay. Here they are: Twix, Almond Joy, Kit Kat, Butterfinger, Snickers, Reese's, Baby Ruth. Uh, looks like peanut butter M and M's. No, the peanut M and M's and Milky Way. I got you right here. Oh, Milky Way? Oh, okay, no. Okay. I love it. I love it. No, 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 no. keep going. I just I thought it was going to be hard, and it's not. So this is coming from also, like, a non-sweet guy. Like, I don't like too much, like, mm. I've never been, like, a candy guy, but I do like, like, this, I'm treating this as if, like, it was Halloween back in the day. Okay. What am I okay getting rid of? tell you right now there's no place in my bag for milky ways for kit kats for um what was right before kit kat almond joy almond joy is that four that is three almond joy kit kat milky way milky way you gotta get rid of one more all right twix you're gonna rid of twix too yeah See, that is wild I'm not a I'm not a caramel guy, so I like the peanut butter. Butterfinger is my favorite. <clears throat> I like peanuts, so I like the peanut butter M and M's. In a Reese's is a, Yeah, Reese's is another peanut. Maybe I should have mixed these up. I don't know. Reese's is, is another peanut one. Um, yeah, there you go. I saved the three peanut ones. Dude, that is. I'm getting Milky Way out. Peanut butter M, peanut M and M's out. Baby Ruth. <laughs> Into the sun, into the sun, fire, fire it gone. So then I've got, I've got six more. I've got one I got to get rid of, and now it gets tough for me. I think it's gonna come down to either Reese's or Twix. Getting rid of one of those two, and I think it's gotta be Twix. I really like Twix, but I've got the I've got the like the the cookie kind of cracker type of thing yeah. in there with the Kit New- Kat. Yep, exactly, exactly. I love. I never. I was gonna say what's a what a worthless candy the Kit Kat. I, I yeah. hate Kit Kats. Dude, I like it. I love it when they get a little bit cold. It's hard to get through it. It's simple, but it's so nice. It's so simple. It's like why? How does this even sell? You know, that's how, that's what I think. Like, how do people, how do people buy these? (laughs) I think you're overthinking it. Like people, it's, it's, they love it. 
I want to hear from the senseless. However you may get to us, email us at... Yeah. Bullnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, there you go. <laughs> email us your answers. Yeah. Hit us up anyway. Just like, let us know. You've got to get rid of four out of Twitch. That should, be an, I, that should be an IG. Okay. I can, yeah. I can try that. I'm not good at that stuff, but I'll, I'll try and do it. Yes. Um, okay. So that's that one. You have any any random thoughts for this week? I do not actually. Okay, then I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit you with one more. Okay. And this is a little wild. Okay. If I'm gonna give you a scenario, you just tell me what you think. You've got a meeting. It's set for noon. A noon noon meeting. You get an email and it says uh, it's been. It's been pushed forward two hours. What time is Ooh, that that's meeting? that's tough. What time is that meeting at? 10 a.m. Okay. Okay, so that's... There are... So I would think it's two. There are actual, actually two ways to perceive time. There's two ways. One, one is, oh. is that... Um, Time is basically happening around you. Or time, you are happening within time. So it, it's kind of hard to explain. And I barely heard uh, heard this because I, my mind exploded when I heard about it. Huh. But it's like people perceive it differently where it's like it either goes... So you, it, it's either goes to, forward to two or like back to ten because it's mm-hmm. like you're sliding within time or time's moving around you. And I, like my brain exploded, like I said, and I didn't even think about that. I so I don't quite understand. So how do I see it? I, I don't quite get it. So you see with like that time is time is it's like its own entity. And you're within time. So when it moves, when time moves, it's like you stay stationary and time moves. Yeah. But, and that's why it goes, it's more inclined to go backward like that. So, okay. I think I know why I think this way. Because I answered your question because in, you said pushed up two hours. And I was like, that's interesting. You would never push up a meeting because you push when you quote unquote push back a meeting Uh, it's always later than what if it was scheduled for noon pushing back two hours to me would be okay now the meetings at two four hours would be you know four that's the terminology that i was putting in my head so i was like oh does he mean like the opposite of that so i just landed on 10 and so i'm like thinking of myself here but i'm moving that meeting around in my mind to like a different slot you know yeah it's almost like you were on a on a like a ruler Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yes. and you, it just slid under you where it's yeah. like, I guess people perceive it differently in it that that means it goes, if it's like you push it up, you're moving with it. So it goes to two and that's like, it, it doesn't, I don't think it works perfectly, but I guess there is two ways to perceive time, which is something that I've never thought about. Wow! So, pretty so you're the crazy. opposite. You, you should people should look into it because I'm I'm not doing it justice. But it is just a wild concept. It's crazy that it's like 
You think you know everything. Huh. Not even a little. I'm actually going to follow up this podcast with my own research on that. That's pretty interesting. Well, I'll, leave, I'll leave people with that. Let's try and rebuild the brain with trivia. Trivia! Trivia! Right. Trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? This is trivia. Last week's trivia question read like this. This is a term golfers use when referring to goal to their go-to or all reliable club in their bag. Again, the question reads like this. This is a term golfers use when referring to their go-to or their all reliable club in their bag. The answer, chicken stick. The old chicken stick. The old chicken stick. I got my sandwich, the old chicken stick. I got my old chicken stick, the sandwich. Is that your go-to? I think we talked about this last time. But yeah, yeah. that is this re- remarkable that that's your go-to club. I love my fifty-six. Yeah, there it is. I never heard that before. We gotta, we gotta bring that out. We gotta bring out the the, the good golf lingo. Whatever our best or our whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's when we become golf guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. This build the, build quest- the library. Yep. This week's question. What was NBA player Daryl Griffith's nickname? Uh, another way to say this. NBA player Daryl Griffith went by this pseudonym. Pseudonym. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> big, big vocab. Okay. Uh, find out on 154. Oh, wow. For now, we get to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last time? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. In the NFL, Alex Smith has retired. Uh, believe he retired Monday. Um, I'm having a hard time just figuring out how people are going to remember Alex Smith. Like, everyone loves him. And I feel like, especially right now, everybody like appreciates him. But... Nobody appreciated him before now, like before his exactly. leg injury. Yeah, exactly, and and that I mean he will be recognized for his the comeback, right? And I think that's why it was so important to him because was he the first or second overall pick? Like some people, I, it was news to me because I didn't think of him like this, but it was news to me that some people thought of him as as a bust, you know? Because yeah. like when you when you're drafting a a quarterback one two, you know, like you got is that your franchise guy? Like again, he had rough starts at the beginning of his career, but again, was a solid quarterback for quite some time. But I think he's going to be hopefully remembered for that um, that determination he showed coming back for that last season. Yeah, if you're like looking for a word, it's like perseverance because of like you said, he started out and he was on such a bad team in such a bad situation, and this was kind of before us. So I think like. We were pretty young, probably weren't like exactly paying attention to the league, um, 
and didn't even realize like how bad he was or that he was like oh he was this number one guy coming out and and didn't really perform that way but then he like perseveres through that revitalizes his career and then ends up you know getting a minor injury getting replaced having to change teams playing really well then here comes Patrick Mahomes it's like okay now I gotta persevere through that then I go try and be a starter here do at least okay in a terrible situation in Washington, destroy the leg, and then come back. It's like every time this guy gets up, he got knocked down, and then he got up again. And that's I think that's how people remember him. So, league definitely losing uh, one of its best, uh, I don't know, not faces, but like, because I wouldn't say he's a face of the league, but... Re- no, he's just a good. You just want that charisma and that that character yeah. inside your league. And, and he's like a good a character, good dude. Yeah, losing a good dude, and hopefully he stays around the game. And pre- pretty sure he will in some sort of some sort of way. Um, we've got NFL rule changes that just came out. The sky judge helps. So they said no to a sky judge, but there is a booth judge who can um, keep an eye. On like the TV broadcast, get all the the angles, the replays, and he can pretty much tell the officials you got it wrong, change it. So that's cool. So at least we have. It's not like this guy judge like the AAF had or the XFL had, but it's pretty damn close. It's pretty much what people wanted. Hmm. Somebody who can see what everyone else can see, and in t- in real time. Phone down to the other officials and say, we got, we missed it. Here it is. I like it. I like it. Thumbs up. I think it's going to help the replay anger. Uh, numbers. Pretty much everyone except offensive linemen can wear whatever number they want. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a free for I love it. I don't, I don't understand. It, it, it got way more play than I thought. Like, like when I heard it, I was like, oh, okay. And now it's like a deal. Yeah, because, I mean, people have, you know, NFL, people are just in general, athletes are, you know, have favorite memories in, in certain numbers, you know, whether it be college or whatnot, but, um, yeah, I mean, you you heard about the stipulation about changing your jersey number for this year, though? Yeah. Yeah, good. Well, so, you can't just change it. If you want to change it this year, what you have to do first is buy Basically, all of the jerseys that the NFL all the had, yeah, all the inventory with your old number, which could be really expensive. So, remind me again, hit me, I'm blanking on the name, uh, Minnesota's running back. Dalvin Cook. 33, right? He wanted yeah. to change his number uh, back to four, I think. Oh, uh-huh. I think it was four, but um, he, I saw it on Instagram. Um, but he decided against it after he learned that it would be upwards of one and a half million dollars to buy out all of the NFL's inventory. So he's like, I'll stick with 33 for this year. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, next year they don't have to do it. Next year, if you want to change after this season, it's fine. It doesn't cost them anything. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to see as many changes this year as we will next year. And by next year, it won't be a big deal. It's just like, yeah, change the number. Who cares? Um, Then the last one is that they're changing onside kick formations for the receiving team to help the kicking team uh, have more of a chance of getting the ball. Uh, so basically they're just 
saying you can't have as you can't just pack that 10 yards of where they're going to kick it you've got to keep i think it's no more than nine in between a big pretty large area so um they're going to spread out the receiving team so uh, onside kick not dead could even be interesting i think it's gonna be cool yeah It'll make the onside kick fun again, which is mm-hmm. one of the most electric plays in the NFL. So, Yes. And then we had some huge news today. Big drop in news today. The Chiefs and Ravens. This is a massive trade. The Ravens. So it's, it's a basically a draft deal. The, I'm going to start with the Chiefs end because they get Orlando Brown. So uh, for those trying to recall the name, he's he was the Ravens' right tackle until the left tackle for the Ravens got hurt. Then he switched over to left tackle uh, and decided, I want to be a left tackle or trade me. <laughs> well, they traded him because uh, they have a really good left tackle. So the Chiefs, who, why'd they lose the Super Bowl? They didn't have any tackles. We're like, I think we'll take that guy. And uh, they went ahead and gave up a their first round pick this year their third round pick this year, their fourth round pick this year, and their fifth round pick next year. That's, that's a lot. That's what the Chiefs gave up to get Orlando Brown, but they also got a second round pick from the Ravens this year and a sixth round pick from the Ravens next year. So actually a very good deal. Ravens go ahead, get all these assets, um, and the Chiefs go ahead and get a tackle and protect the guy that's super expensive behind a tackle. Okay. So I like it. So very, it's a it's a massive trade. It might be one for the nerds, but it, you know, it's no, it's not a running back or receiver getting traded. But it, you know, <laughs> it is important, and it will be very interesting to see how this plays out in the draft for guys like the captain and myself. This is catnip. Nice. Okay, but. We'll save that. Let's go to the NBA, where we didn't get to talk about this, but LaMarcus Aldridge retired, and I only kept it on here. Uh, it happened last week, but I kept it on here. You know, we're 503 guys. He played in Portland for a long time. But really, what I wanted to talk about is I, I've always said, the one thing I've always said about LaMarcus, if he's on your team, you're not winning a championship. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I don't. Doesn't mean I dislike the guy. Just means he's not really a championship guy. So he he expects too much and doesn't want to put in the effort that comes with it. You know, he wants to be the now. guy. He was. I mean, in Portland, he was. He was uh, jealous of B. Roy, and then also once uh, it, uh, Dame, you know, Dame yeah. comes along, you know that relationship. Dame, Dame doesn't know what's going on. He's just a kid. Lamarcus should handle himself better, you know. Yeah, he's a good play. He's a good ISO player, and he kind of plays like Carmelo a little bit, almost. Woof. Like he's like, I, I, I don't know. I just stopper. always thought, yeah, I, exactly. He's, yeah. So I've always been. I mean, he's obviously a spur. Wasn't my favorite spur, but there's been worse. But I don't know. I just I feel just kind of right down the middle with him. I, I don't really love him. Don't really yeah. hate him. So the interesting thing to me is uh, he was on the Spurs. Then he went to Brooklyn, and I was like, oh, cool. Well, Brooklyn's not going to win a championship with their with their roster uh, because they've got Lamarcus now. They can't win. Now he retires, and now I'm trying to figure out 
Does this open the door again for the Nets to win a championship? Because they were dead. Uh, door was closed. But now he retires. He's not on the team. Was he on the team long enough mm. to lock the door? Well, we, we shall see. We shall see. That's going to be something interesting to, 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 I mean, that's crazy. This is unprecedented. And I'm very interested. <laughs> this might be the most interested I've been in the NBA in a while. Uh, let's move to the MLB. There are some rule changes here as well. Uh, so we've talked a little bit about how bad uh, hitting has been, just how dominant pitching has been. Uh, I think we even said on here that you know, in all of the seasons, there had never been a, a, a year where there were more strikeouts than hits. Until the past three seasons, the previous three seasons, that's happened every year. Well, the MLB is, and look, Rob Manfred is kind of a disaster, but he is trying. In a league, in some, you know, Atlantic Coast League or something, they are moving the pitcher's mound back a foot to try and... They've also changed the ball for less spin, uh, all this kind of stuff. They're basically just trying to to bring down pitching and get more baseballs in play. Uh, I, like I love it. I love this. They're also implementing what they call the double hook. So this has to do with the DH, uh, and it is to make it so pitchers aren't changing as much. So what the rule says is that. Once you pull your starting pitcher, so whoever starts the game, once you pull them, you lose your DH. And you have to start hitting pitchers. That that makes it so teams want to keep their starter in longer. And when mm. and, and, and as a hitter, it's really difficult. If you're getting a new pitcher every inning, every other inning, it's so hard to get used to it, get a feel for the pitches. Um, and so this is trying to keep starters in longer. Give hitters a better feel and um, get more baseballs in play, but just put action back in baseball. I love it. Come field steroids into the sport. I like it. That, that's a different way to do it. Barry <laughs> Bonds way to do it. Uh, okay, let's keep moving. NCAA, just a lot of rule stuff. Uh, the NCAA put it in a new rule, mm. and I, I hit this in here. It's crazy just because it's a this is going for all our lives. It's been you can't if you transfer, you sit out. You sit. You're well, planted. Not anymore. Uh, players can transfer once before graduation. So the grad transfer thing still fine, uh, but mm-hmm. they can transfer one time before graduation without sitting out. Okay. I I, I like it, dude. I I think that all this news has been great. I like this. I really like the NCAA one. Uh, I like the yeah. fact that they're leaving it to once. You don't want people being mercenaries because it is, exactly. you know, as much as people like to say it isn't, there is still an education thing that the NCAA has to keep up. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they, That's why they're there, or that's how they like to try and keep it as much as possible. Um, and so I like the fact that they kept it to once because you wouldn't want a guy like, oh, I transfer. Oh, I'm not getting enough playing time. I transfer again. Oh, I'm not getting enough playing time. I transfer again. Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants that. So I do like this rule. 
Lastly, in the news, I thought the NHL is pushing towards the playoffs. Let's do a team update. We nice. Smooth and myself have a beer bet on two NHL teams. Whoever has the best record, he's got the San Jose Sharks. I've got the Pittsburgh Penguins. A uh, little bit of family connection is why we chose chose these teams. So, I'll let you go first if you have it pulled up. And go ahead and tell us how your team is doing. Oh, man. Okay. I threw 46 games. The Sharks are 18-23. and 23. Five games below 500. Um, five games out of last place. No. I don't know how many. They're 35 games behind first place. The Golden Ooh. Knights. They've got a... Uh a negative 35 in their scoring differential. Goal that's differential. so bad. Yeah, that's pretty rough. So you're, what, one, two, three, four, five, sixth in the West. Yeah. We've got to go over to the East for my team, who's the last... L- losing streak of seven. That's so bad. <laughs> well, I'm second in the East, my team, at 30 and 14. The nice. Pittsburgh Penguins through 47 games, 30 and 14. Um, let's see what they're they're 31 plus 31 in their differ, differential with a with a win streak of two. I like that. That's big. That's big time stuff there. That's what I like to see. So fairly ahead. It's almost over. <laughs> I like this, dude. Uh, well, yeah, I need to. Uh, we need to win some more games here. Huh? Yeah, you, you need to have a massive push, but I, I it might be too late. <laughs> yeah, I, think I don't know how long the, this NHL season is going to be, but you know, <laughs> you need a solid push. You might get it. You might get it. We try, I might be picking a new team next year. We don't know. Yeah, but for right now, <laughs> very ahead with the Pittsburgh Penguins. That beer. I can almost taste it. Oh. But I can always taste You know, some things just have a taste to them. And recess always did. So let's do it. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Recess this week is a new one, uh, kind of a, a random one, but I, I don't think this is, I don't know if this has a name in other sports, but in baseball, there was always a, a part of practice, a, a, a not really a drill, but a part of practice called situations. And it was basically to teach players defense what to do in certain situations uh, so you'd put random players at uh, at different bases number of outs so basically every sport does this they don't just but they don't call it situations like baseball mm. does um, so this week we're gonna play situations uh, we have a particular situation and then we're picking athletes to fulfill that situation who would be in that situation uh, it's very similar to uh, back alley brawl and it's an extent it is a continuation of uh what we did on 152 with the yeah. the the golf drive golf hole yes but it's multiple situations 
So, down. We've got five situations. Let's get into it. Pick three players to pull off a heist together. We're doing this together, right? We're like talking about it together. We can. I've got. I wrote down players for each one. Oh, but that's shoot. fine. Okay. But that's fine. I can do it. We can go off that. You can throw in your two cents. Let let let's just let yeah let's just uh, let's yeah let's build together. Okay. Or you you go off yours and I'll if I have anybody I'll I'll add. Okay. So the first so in a heist I thought there's like the way I did it is like there's three like main roles. There's the brains like the the plan guy. There's the talker the smooth talker. Mm-hmm. And there's the muscle, the bag man, the guy that's got to carry all the bags. So, yeah. you know, money's heavy. Money's heavy. It is. Hey, yes. Those gold bars, not yeah. light. So I started with the bag man. Okay. And I was like, who is huge and would just look awesome with like four money bags hooked around his arms coming walking out of the bank? And I thought... What about rookie offensive tackle for the Jets, Makai Becton? At like 6'8", 360 pounds, just come stepping out of there, like through the smoke and the, and the chaos, just monster stepping out of the bank with bags just all over him. I was like, that's a pretty sick look. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to toss a different look at you. I'm going Boban. Marjanovic. Ooh. Just a very Euro-looking bad guy, you know, just walking out, long arms, got the money bags going. I'm going uh, Boban. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, So for my talk... It feels like a James Bond movie. Yes. I think think he was in one, or he's going to be in one. Okay. That makes sense. I think he was slated to, like, be in some action movies or something. Um, (laughs) For my talker... I thought somebody who's got a nice face, but's got that rugged kind of thing, like who would actually pull off a heist, but is still a smooth talker. I took Taylor Lewan, the left tackle of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, got his own podcast. Very funny guy. Uh, everybody seems to like him. Laughs a lot. Okay. Michigan dude. So he's very relatable, but he's also got that like kind of a nasty streak to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I like it. Uh, and then the brains, I went with, I went with Rogers. Okay, I like it too. So he's smart enough to plan it. Maybe even has a a seedy side to him, kind of hiding something. You see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. Yeah. And the brains also works with you. You forgot the fourth part of a heist, and it's the billionaire money donor who's paying for all of the helicopters and everything that's going on here I'm going with Pat Riley <laughs> oh yeah that is perfect he absolutely would yes. just the slick back hair the, the donor just putting the funds in yeah 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 okay second situation we're casting the main parts of cool runnings feel the rhythm Feel the rhyme. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. Yes, it is. So we're going to do the, I'm going to do the four. We're doing the four guys and uh, and the coach. So I stuck, I went all NFL here. And I thought, I started with the coach. 
And I thought, who's got a background of, if you remember, the Cool Runnings coach had a pretty bad background. He had pulled some stuff off, and I was like, who's done some stuff that is unsavory, but is trying to get it back together? I want Pete Carroll. Oh, he's up. He's up B. He had the UFC stuff where he just bailed on all of these. Like, hey, kids, I don't want to deal with any of this. I'm out. He yeah. had that. So I want Pete Carroll because now he's like all upbeat and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, I like that. I really do like that pick. Yeah. Um, can I throw one in? Yeah. Um, this is the only guy I know, but you remember the guy Sanka with the braids? In the egg. Yes, the egg. egg. Sanka, you dead man? Sanka, you dead man? Um, Montrez Harold. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, he does look like that. Yeah, he does kind of look like that. Um, I like so I was going. thinking, I was thinking of trying to build a bobsled team. Mm. What do you need? You need small guys in the front. And you need the big power in the back. And so I started with speed and size for the steering. In the front, I went Tyreek Hill. I like that. Very to good. Start, to start off. And then I went all running backs after that. I threw in Clyde Edwards Alaire. Because he's small, nice. so he can fit right behind Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And I went Alvin Kamara. Because he's got power, but he's not too big. Yep. And then I went full power at the back with Derrick Henry. But we can replace Ooh, of course. But we can replace Henry with Montrez, and that's perfect. Oh. Yeah, throw throw a T Rez in there. Yeah, there you go. So now that, Henry, that's perfect. That, the great that, cool running. That's guy. a good that, yeah. That's a big boy. That's a big boy, yeah, yeah, it is. Functionality, like your your guys would probably win. Would be a more, would be a faster team, I would think. But Henry might be too. It's a lot of weight. It'd be yeah. That's what I was saying. It might be too much weight. That's why I'm thinking if you take out Derrick Henry and throw in Montrez. Uh, Derrick Henry's probably like two fifty, two fifty five. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking there. Okay. Okay. Third scenario. Third third situation. Throw some guys into the. Great British Baking Show. Yep. And, and I, I have a pretty good cast of characters here. Okay. That I do, but I am going to want... We might need to replace some people. So, who okay. I was originally thinking, and really the main two that I wanted, Marshawn Lynch is a must. Is a must. I want to hear why. I'm interested. He's so funny. Yeah, that's very true. He's so funny. He would be an absolute character, but it's not in a disrespectful way. So you'd have the absolute uh, language barrier <laughs> between the two of them. That you People just, are like, what the heck? You would just be dying. With yeah. him trying to understand the British lingo and them trying to understand the Oakland lingo, it would be so funny. Plus... Plus, you mix him, so he would be, you know, the, the character guy, and then the straight man to the Marshawn Lynch would be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Two 
absolutely Ooh. different backgrounds that come together, but both are very like fun loving, just like to have a good time, very respectful, uh, and like can really get along with anybody. I think if you had those two, the shenanigans on that show would just, I would watch that right now. Dude, that's, I'm, I'm not even going to take an attempt at forming a team because I think that's like, that is a very good, that is a very good dynamic. Yeah. So I, one two, the one-two punch. That was my big one-two punch. And then I also had, like I had Birdman on there. Oh my. Who <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah. What a, dude, what a show. You, your show belongs on MTV. I know. I also put Yasiel Puig on there. Oh, yeah, I felt dude. like I just thought it'd be so funny if you had this hothead that could blow up at any second with these nice British people. I just thought it'd be dude. hilarious. <clears throat> you, it sounds like an episode of the Jersey Shore. Yeah, it does. Well, then I put in Mookie Betts for some like. Oh my gosh, dude! I put <laughs> in for like the guy who could actually do it. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. The yeah. guy the cook. But my big two are Marshawn and Fitz. I just think that would be like they could have their own sitcom, probably. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Who, who are, do you have any that you're thinking like they would be on a great great on a break on a baking no trip? i don't okay i don't so we'll move on into a lip sync challenge is our fourth situation mm. so so people who would be good in a lip sync i got one for you go for and it. it just came to my mind because a lot of lip syncing you obviously are in a lip sync. You're not in a singing competition because yeah. you can't sing. You want to be a singer because you're an entertainer that just can't sing. Well, who's a big entertainer? Phil Mickelson. I think he would just be a brilliant. He would just sell that song. I don't know what yeah. song he's probably singing, but he would sell it. I do. I like he's, that. He's a, a, he's a good karaoke partner. Yeah, he would commit. He would. Commit. Yes. So I had Gronk. Mm. Just for Ooh, the, nice, very good. Yeah, he would commit. He'd be all about it. He'd do some dumb stuff. It'd be hilarious. Because you're right, they're not singing, so they're just trying to no. sell the performance. Yes. Um. So I like that. I'll replace the other guy I had with Phil because that's fit. That's fit way better. Yeah. But I also thought a dual tandem team that would be hilarious, and maybe it's because I've been watching a lot of Scrubs. But yeah. Jimmy G and George Kittle. With the Jimmy duo. Because they're always Ooh. joking on each other. They both have good personalities. They're always doing the shirts thing where they always have each yeah. other on shirts and make fun of each other. And they've got that, like, bromance to them. I think that they did, like, a, a funny ballad, a funny, uh, what do you call when two people sing? Duet. Yes. Like that. They could have a funny time with that. I like that. That's a good matchup. Okay. That's a good, like, grouping. Yeah. Let's do our last... Situation and kind of my favorite one. Um, it's outdoor school cabin leaders. So I only did what I do like four of them and I split it up. So I, I started this by like trying to remember the classic uh, cabin leaders, the, the stereo kind of the stereotypes of the cabin leaders. You've always got your yeah. stoner, you've always got your guy who takes it way too seriously. Yep. 
Yeah. You've always got your your wild card that could just blow up at any second and like just start screaming at all the children. Yes. And then you've Had got too much. Yeah. And then you've got the guy who's like acts like he doesn't really care about it and is like really easily, easily cool, like casually cool, and is probably banging one of the one of the female cabin leaders at night after De- all the kids are definitely. Asleep. So definitely. Here's my guys to fit those. I'll start with the the guy who takes it way too seriously, Russell Wilson. Oh my gosh, that right. is so such a good see. Guy. Wow, Russell Wilson's not a bad guy, but you don't want to hang out with him, and you don't want him as a cabin leader. No, hell no. You know it's going to be nine fifty nine, lights out at ten. He's shutting off the light. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I, I was going to say also. I thought mine was good, but I was going to put my boy Timmy D in there. I feel like he just would, yeah. he would love, he would love the structure. He would take, yes. And he would like, yes. And he would love the outdoors too much and just like yeah. take it way too, no fun. Absolutely. Um, my wild card, and this might be too much of a wild card, Richie Incognito. Oh. Yeah, where it could be like, He's almost a wild card where it's like if he goes off, outdoor school's canceled. <laughs> and the cops yeah. are being called. <laughs> exactly. There are flashing lights on that one. He might be too much of a wild card, but I was having a hard time. Like somebody who's in that mid-range wild card is kind of a tough one to find. <laughs> I'm gonna go what Russell Westbrook. That, yeah, that could absolutely happen. Where it's like, About there. Yeah. A little out of control. Where it's like if you're playing kickball and you're not taking it seriously enough, he'll start screaming at the kids. Exactly, dude. Yeah. yeah. So my stoner, <laughs> you got to have your stoner. And this is actually kind of easy for me. Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers. Oh. If you look up, look up a picture of Cody Bellinger. He always looks like he is just on a different cloud in in the stratosphere (laughs) and he's even like he's even gotten questions about it where he's like I don't like I I don't smoke at least like like for games like I'm not high during games I promise you that that's just how my face is (laughs) that's just what I look like yeah it's so funny that's actually really funny yeah so do yourself a favor go look up that I'm gonna say who's the who's the Seahawks wide receiver that keeps on getting popped for smoking? Oh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Hey, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I do also just feel like Cody Bellinger looks like an outdoor school. Looks the part. Yeah. <laughs> he just. He, I feel like he could. He might have been my outdoor school leader. I don't know this for a fact, but he very well could have been. Uh, and go. then, and then the the guy just slanging, just like the cool dude who's probably putting it down at night. I got one, dude. You go for it, though. My guy, the dude, Tommy Fleetwood. Oh yes, Fleetwood, who's just like he's always nice, but it's everything's just kind of cool. Everything's fine. We're having a good time, and that's Very just magnetic. Much. Very much, and I. Yours is a great pick because he looks like an outdoor school uh, yeah. counselor. Yeah. 
my ultimate, the guy who I think would play that role the best, Jimmy Butler. Smooth Jimmy. I can feel it. Where he also, yeah, that smooth Jimmy, that post-game Jimmy. Where it's just yeah. like, what's up? I got it. We're having you know? a good time. Yeah. I, yeah. I always got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like the, the vibe is like it can't be somebody who's not trying. They're, they're not even not trying. They're just, yes. that's how it comes off, baby. Mm-hmm. What happens? Hey. What happens? Happens. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's drawn to that person, not just the ladies, yes. but that everyone's drawn to that guy. One hundo p. Yeah. Okay. There it is. That's situations. That's situations. We're just we're just putting players in situations as they should be. And that's it. That's recess. That's it. That's uh, that's one fifty three. I love it. That was a good. That was a good recess. That was a great recess. We'll keep. We'll keep throwing curveballs at people. We'll keep just trying yeah. to come up with, with ideas, different ways to do different things. Um, but that's the show. That that's it. That um, other than that, other than all of what just happened, uh, <laughs> actually, go listen to drinking in the draft. Um, positions are all done. All of them are broken down. Um, maybe we'll put something on, maybe we'll put something on social medias, just breaking down like our rankings real quick. Maybe we'll do that before, before the draft. So we've got like a week till the draft, a little less than a week till the draft as you're listening to this, uh, like five days. So we'll lead you right up to the draft. Um, and what we'll also lead you to is the NFL draft challenge for 2021. Mm. It's so easy. It's like the easiest thing in the world. All you do is you mock the first round. And you can do that. Uh, the NFL.com. NFL. It's called NFL Predict the Pick. If you Google that, it'll be like the first thing. You just fill that out. It's crazy easy. And then you take a picture of it and you send it to us. Uh, you can send it to our social medias. You can email it to us. Uh, or, or you can you know text us if you, if you got our numbers. I'm not going to give it out, but if you've got our numbers, go ahead and do it. Um, <laughs> just reach out, and, and it's so easy. And then we'll do the rest. And it's just kind of like, uh, this is my guess, and it's all for bragging rights. It's all mm-hmm. for, maybe we'll even we'll send the winner a sticker. We've got some bold go. nonsense stickers. If you win, we'll send it to you. There you go. So, so make sure you sen- do that. That's some senseless stuff. Make sure you do that. Make sure to even get a little bit of, a, of an advantage. You listen to Drinking in the Draft. That comes out on Tuesday. So this Tuesday is the captain and I. It's our, it's our mock draft 2.0. So it's our second mock draft. And we've got a little bit of a twist on it this time. So even give you a better idea. So go lis- listen to that. Stay tuned for everything, all the draft stuff. We're a big draft show um, because I make them. Me and the cat are big <laughs> on the draft, but I make smooth. Um, so it'll just be fun. So pay attention to that. Where can you send it to us if you fill it out? On Twitter at bold underscore nonsense. You can always send it to us there. Or you can send it to us at bold.nonsense on Instagram. Very easy to do. Or if you'd like, if you're so inclined, email it to us at... Bold, dance, bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. There he is. There he is. And, <laughs> and tell your friends about it. 
tell everybody you know. Uh, get as many people as you can to to play with us because it's it's just a fun time. Like it it means nothing, but it's a good time, and it just adds a little bit to the draft. Okay, expect this show on Saturdays. Expect drinking in the draft on Tuesdays, and find us on iTunes and Spotify. Very easy. Best ways to do it. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, review, ask us questions. Uh, do all that for us, because it, you know, it helps us out, and we're just having a good time here. We want you to have a good time along with us. Other than that, let's say bye to the people. I am at Still Smooth, Mr. PTO. Much love. Thank you for listening to 153. Look forward to being with you next week. Uh, I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, love us. Do all the things I just said it before, and that is what is loving us. That, that constitutes loving us. Uh, no pay. Other than that, BN, this is BNPN. This is bold nonsense. This is your invitation to never disrespect the Butterfingers. And this is your invitation to stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.